Hey everybody and welcome to episode 56 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome to episode 56 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Um... Lots of great, great comments and feedback on the episode last week with Phil. It's got all about the carnivore diet. I can't wait to get him back on. Uh, those of you that haven't listened to it, go back and have a listen. Um, it's great to get another perspective on things, especially with the amount of vegan dogma that's going out uh, today. Uh, and I always say like, I'm not, I have not got one opinion. I just the, the truth is what works, uh, and what works for you uh, is what matters. So that's that's where I'm coming from, guys. Okay, there's many different ways to skin a cat. Uh, and unfortunately at the moment people think there's one way but there's not um so it's a great episode with phil and obviously guys we i've actually got a new webinar out um as well um you could be putting that out you might have seen some some adverts on adverts for it on facebook but if you head on over to www.reviveyourself.co we've got a free four-day mini course there and i'll also be putting out uh, my webinar on there as well soon um and i'll have the address for you um soon as well so you can go through that which is really important um so Guys, today's episode, we're going down a little bit of a different route, but I'm staying in the alternative realm um, because today we're going to be talking all about cryptocurrency um, with Dominic Reynolds. And um, Dominic's been studying at St. Andrews, he studies maths and economics, and he's recently got a website up www.cryptotech-currency, um, sorry, cryptotech-tutor.com. Uh, and this is a world that I think we all need to know. I mean, when you, we talk quite a lot about how we don't want a one world government on this, on, on this, uh, podcast or, or go down that route of, you know, don't want a one world bank. We don't want everything centralized because, you know, then they can just start doing what they want. And so cryptocurrency is something that takes away that centralization. So it's really interesting. It's also something that's come to the, to the forefront of, um, even the mainstream media. It's not the alternative media quite. Uh, for quite a while now the last few years and it's blown up and it's come down but people have invested in it have gone it's gone mad so uh really like to just delve into all sorts all sorts of um areas when it comes to the alternative world so this is something that i really think is brilliant because it's going to affect food it's going to affect nutrition um the price of things and it's the world finance so it's, it's a it's a topic I really wanted to get get into and it's something that we'll be revisit, revisiting as we go forward so Without further ado, here's the interview. Here's Dominic. Enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 56 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Now, today we're going to take a little, well, a little bit of a different turn, um, but it all ties into alternative world. We're going to be t- discussing cryptocurrency um, and how it's going to affect just the world in general, but also nutrition, supplements, um, 
and just how it's going to affect everyone buying things, you know, I think it's really important for our, our audience to have a uh, all-around view on the world and how this is going. You know, it's been quite a big topic that's hit, been hitting the headlines recently. Anyone who invested in Bitcoin uh, a few years ago would be sitting on a nice pile of cash right now. Um, and so today's guest is Dominic Reynolds. He's uh, been studying at St. Andrews, and well, he's actually studying maths and economics, and he's just um, brought out his website www.cryptotech-tutor.com which is um, talking all about this cryptocurrency um, so Dom how are you getting on today you good yeah I'm really well thank you uh, first yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast I'm really excited to see where the conversation goes yeah no it's really yeah it's really important so so Dom just a little bit back background is actually the brother of my ex-girlfriend so uh, <laughs> uh, so we've got we've, we've known each other for a little while but um mm. Dominic, very, very intelligent guy this one. And when I heard him getting into this, I thought it would be really interesting to have a conversation about it because because it's, a, it's an area there where I think a lot of people um, are sort of brushed, sort of come into contact with it, but don't know it that in depth. Um, and so to have someone to break it down uh, would be really, really good for, for the audience. Um, so, I mean, Dom, just first of all, I mean, you're studying at St. Andrews, obviously, you, you, your background is in maths and economics. Um, but how, I mean, is that where you got into this cryptocurrency? I mean, how did you really sort of get that interested in it? So it really started last year, I think, with a lot of people when they first hear about the stuff, they hear about just Bitcoin and the price increases it's seen in 2017. And the maths and economic stuff really just tied in quite nicely with that. So that, so the whole background of the Bitcoin is run runs on the blockchain. All, all these terms, um, it, yeah, it ties in quite nicely with maths and economics. So that's really the part that interested me quite a lot. And once you start diving deeper and deeper into it, you see that it is just a whole completely different world and something that I'm incredibly interested in right now. So. Yeah, no, that, that's really how it started. Yeah, it is a completely different world, and and having uh, having other guests on on the show and having listened to other other mm. other, other, other um, podcasts and we talk about the alternative world. It's something where, you know, because the, the big five companies, I can see it. We, we get into this, but I can see Apple mm. and, and Amazon having their own currency and almost paying their employees in it, employees in it, um, sort of way going. I mean, it's like, so so just for the novices out there. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm a general novice on this, really. I mean, I know I know bits about it. Uh, I don't know it in depth. For, for novices out there, what is blockchain and how does it work? So blockchain works by removing the need for really a company, a centralized authority to oversee things. And so when Bitcoin was created, as uh, it was stated, it was a peer-to-peer transactional uh, system where you can transfer value in the coins. So it's peer-to-peer, so it takes out the need for any sort of financial institution, organization, any central authority, really. And people can just transact, in the example of the Bitcoin blockchain, just with one another. And so that that's actually just one use case of blockchain, so the transactional side of things. But it can be used in quite a variety of areas, actually. And the whole thing is, it's just data any sort of data, transactional data, could be medical records, could be anything, is stored on the blockchain securely, but it kind of, it just removes the need for any sort of uh, central authority to look over things. So it just secures data and allows people to transact with each other directly. So it takes out the yeah. need for a middleman. 
<laughs> pretty much, yeah. Right. So when you say it stores the data, um, and it's, but without having the need for basically a government to look over it, for example, um, mm-hmm. storing medical records, who will be looking over it, though? So what blockchain is as well, it's distributed, which means that anyone who's on the blockchain network uh, actually has a copy of all the transactions that have ever taken place. Right. So that's what it means by it's distributed and decentralized. So, so sorry, go on, go on. I was going to say, is it similar in that case to like Uber, where you can see all the reviews for people, uh, all their trips, and and so so every, everything's um, out. It's one of the things where like it's it's another way where where the free market has done really well because I mean I'm not saying right Uber in certain certain senses is positive and negative for it, but it's one where mm-hmm. the customer it's actually customer driven, you know. And if a driver, for example, hasn't got a certain rate, um, then he won't get any work, or you know you can review. Yeah. So it's sort of it's open. It's a little bit like the way eBay was, where people were starting to transact between them. Yeah, similar. So those are the platforms that we see currently, these platforms, but they're still companies. So everyone who works for Uber, who uses Uber to actually catch, catch cabs uh, to places, Uber still holds that data on their centralized servers. So it's with Uber, whereas on the blockchain, there's no need for Uber because it's all stored in blocks. So it's all on this distributed, decentralized network. So we can still have exactly the same thing. And I'm sure there will be some sort of Uber on the blockchain type uh, taxi service where it directly um, connects the customer and the supplier and just removes the need for just a company to store everyone's data on a centralized server. So it just decentralizes, distributes all this data. Right. So if it decentralizes and distributes it, so it sort of means no one, um, I mean, no one can can infiltrate, I mean, I'm sure there are, there are ways that people get in there, but infiltrate it or it's sort of all there for everyone to see so no one can sort of hide things away. Yes, yeah, so at the moment with these, uh, central companies, they're, they're pretty secure, but if somebody was to launch a hack or an attack on one of these companies, they would only have to get into their one centralized server, which is a lot easier than having to get into everybody's uh, device and server at the same time on this distributed network to actually change some sort of data or get the get the private data and actually affect what was on the blockchain. Because once the data is actually secured on the blockchain, it's just unchangeable forever then. It's just secured on there. So Okay. So 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 when when we're so we're talking about like the blockchain and then you've got currencies like Bitcoin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other currencies. Who creates these currencies? Well, it's actually quite an interesting story with Bitcoin. It's somebody called Satoshi Nakamoto, or it could be a group. Nobody actually knows who the creator was, which is a bit eerie, but uh, many people just think it's a group of developers who actually created the algorithm behind it. But once once the actual code is put out there on the internet, 
then it just runs. I mean, there are there are groups of developers working on it and people who have some say about what direction the the tech goes in and how to scale and solve different issues with it. But there's no actual kind of lead figure or anything like that behind these that actually has full control over the the company or the coin. So so how so for example we've noticed recently I think Bitcoin took a bit of a crash or it's went mm-hmm. down from being really high. What I mean is it the same as a currency? The same sort of things affect it. Why would someone invest in Bitcoin over putting their money in the stocks and shares? So many people like in the Bitcoin cryptocurrency bubble to the one of the early internet in the nineties, and I think it it has a lot of similar comparisons to that actually. And even though we did see bubble-like behaviour uh, towards the end of 2017, when the price just exponentially went up and now it's crashed down a bit. That's more just to do with the price, but in terms of the actual tech, the, I think that's, that's just going to take over society with years to come. Um, so to answer your question, why would you uh, go into cryptocurrency instead of stocks and shares? In my view, it's, it's quite... Um, it's obviously a riskier investment because there's not much regulation around the whole space at the moment. And it's all, it's all quite new, this technology. But similar to the internet, this is quite a, an early adopter, innovator, really pioneer stage of the tech. So this would, in my opinion, be if you just wanted a bit more risk but could see it really expanding to the level that some of the internet companies have now, such as Amazon and Facebook. You know, you could be investing in those sort of companies in this blockchain space, in my opinion. And and so and, and Bitcoin, for example, is just one of the currencies. There's lots of other currencies, but <laughs> why is Bitcoin the most famous? Is it because it was the first one out? I mean, I'm just asking <laughs> questions. Like, I, I yeah. Don't know. Um. So so Bitcoin did that. Did have that first mover advantage in the space, and a, a big distinction that people might not see at first is that blockchain isn't solely Bitcoin. They're, they're two separate things. So what blockchain is, is what we've discussed. It can store data. It can store really anything on the blockchain securely, and it connects uh, two people directly. It takes out the need for a central authority. But what Bitcoin is, Bitcoin does use blockchain, but Bitcoin itself is what many call the internet of money. And what I mean by that is it does to money what the internet has done for us. So, I mean, doing this Skype call right now, this podcast, we're connected by the internet, whereas previously that wouldn't have been possible. But we could have done this, say, if we were in different countries with the internet. And that's what Bitcoin does with money. So it doesn't limit it to geographical regions. The whole world is interconnected with this financial system and and bitcoin is just one type of blockchain so bitcoin is this currency where it tries to be a currency whereas these other ones uh, are trying to be platforms where people can build uh, decentralized apps on it is quite a broad space and there are a few different types of currencies out there not just purely cryptocurrencies that aim to be transactional cryptocurrencies 
Right. So just for people out there, what do you mean when you say decentralized? So what I mean by that is it doesn't revolve around the central authority. So at the moment in the UK, you have the Bank of England who control the money supply. They, they have all these monetary policy measures. They can adjust how much money they can print money. They can do all these things so uh, to actually affect the value of the pounds that we have. But the decentralized, it doesn't have that. It's, it's purely just a system where it's simply peer-to-peer. So the supply and all that stuff is calculated algorithmically when it's first released and the, alg- the algorithm just plays out as people transact on the network. But the decentralized bit just means there is no central authority controlling like people. There's no people controlling the money supply. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it means so for some people out there worrying and saying, well, if no one's controlling it, how do you know that there's not going to be people that infiltrate, people can just take take, take my my investment or take my money? Mm-hmm. Like how, how is it police? Is it literally the same same sort of way that, um, I mean, is it reviews given? I mean, how, how is it policed? So using Bitcoin, there, there are a few different methods out there for actually governing uh, the blockchain, but... With Bitcoin, you just in since its creation, it's never been hacked. The blockchain has never been hacked or changed at all during its whole lifetime. Um, so, if you hear anything about hacks, I mean, on the internet, you sometimes see some fear, uncertainty, doubt, some fud about our oh, Bitcoin's been hacked. This has been stolen. I'm sure you've seen a few of those articles, mm-hmm. and. That's never relating to the actual blockchain itself. The blockchain is incredibly secure. That's actually relating to when people keep their coins on exchanges, where you actually exchange the coins for each other. And when you keep it on exchanges, they have it on a centralized server. And so that goes back to the point about how decentralized is so much more secure than a centralized system. So, So really... To trust it, you need to have trust in the blockchain. But once you delve deeper and deeper into it, you, you, you have no problem trusting it. It's just so, so secure. Okay. So, and that's, I mean, it's one of those things that like the deeper you get into it, the more you understand. And, and mm. um, I mean, and you said if it's like, it's like the internet blown up, like the internet of, of money, then, I mean, investing now is going to be a very wise thing to do because, you know, <laughs> it's only going to get bigger and bigger. And as I said before, I can see people, see people, I mean, especially big companies paying. I mean, they're going to probably bring out their own currency, but how, mm. so how do you, how would they create their own currency? I mean, is it just because people feel like that's, this, this company's worth this? And I mean, also on a stock market, but how would they try, how would they create their own currency? And, I mean, do you even know who who started the uh, the blockchain? Um, well, I think the concept of blockchain was actually first theorized before Bitcoin. Yeah. But nobody actually got it into action, and Bitcoin was its first big use case, and that was Satoshi Nakamoto. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was in the nineties. I can't remember the exact name at the moment, but it was theorized before as a way of storing data. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't actually even thought of 
in the currency sense to be used in the currency sense. It was just to store data securely. But as I say, Bitcoin is the first real big use case of blockchain. Mm. Um, but we can see so, so many use cases for blockchain. Well, yeah, um, you're going to say yeah. what are the, the uses beyond Bitcoin? Like, what, what can you do? Mm. I mean, you can do anything that involves some sort of transfer of data. I mean, anything that has data can use blockchain. So really anything at all. Yeah, so it's not, I mean, I don't know, it's it's me being a very novice. Is it a bit like having um, your storing by like the Dropbox or something like that where you can just store Mm. things or Amazon S3 or whatever it is? Yeah, that's probably quite a good way to think of it at first. So it's like that, but Dropbox have your files on a central server. Right. Whereas they're stored on the blockchain in term, in the blockchain sense. But it's like that where you any sort of files, data, transactional data, so for the Bitcoin sense, and as a, as I said before, maybe medical records, that data, supply chain integrity, which means that um, something as it goes through the supply chain from uh, production to the table when you're eating it, that that data will be put on the blockchain where it's completely unchangeable by a central organization if they wish so so this blockchain it's a bit like it's sort of like there's no it, it, there is there is it's nowhere it's pretty it, much yeah it's i like mean a Fugazi, like a Fugazi sort of thing yeah. yeah it's like i got you so so yeah. okay so so where do you see i mean where do you see this going like i mean where do you see I mean, I mean, this is going to be a big... I mean, banks must be pretty worried, right? Very worried, yeah. And they they come out with statements a lot like, oh, don't, don't trust this technology. And often I see that as, oh, no, this technology is coming and it's really quite a threat. And that one bank actually, I think it was Bank of America, uh, it said cryptocurrency poses a threat to the current system. And it really does because... If people can transact globally without the need for anyone to control or look over what you're doing or anything like that, just really just control the money supply without the need for that, then people can just do that with the blockchain. And what and what and and how and so being able to do that, how has that changed the world? Like what does that mean for, for these for these banks? What does it mean for people? I mean, does it mean that the values and stuff we sort of, we we set the, the current value for stuff. So a loaf of bread, for example, might be one pence rather than one pound, or you know, a car might go up in value. I mean, how what changes? Well, I think um, in terms of actually valuing goods, it will be quite similar to the current system, mm-hmm. but it will just interconnect the world a lot more. It will bring people into the financial, the global financial system that maybe previously couldn't. Uh, one big aspect of, of this is actually bringing a lot of people out of poverty because say they can't apply for, for a bank account at the moment or they can't get one like that. With cryptocurrency, worldwide cryptocurrency, all they have to have is an internet connection and a mobile device mm-hmm. and they're connected to the financial system of the whole world. So for people, it's great. For banks, they will need to adapt a lot to stay relevant in the space. And so 
cryptocurrency so, ma- so, maximalists. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say. So why would someone keep their money in a bank when they could put it into into uh, the blockchain or put it into a, a currency or keep it securely there? Um, well, in an ideal world, they would they would just keep it on the blockchain. There, there is no need for it. But at the moment, at least, there are quite a few technical barriers to actually getting into the market and purchasing these coins. And it's, it's all quite unregulated at the moment. So the bit that they wouldn't put all of their money in at the moment into cryptocurrency, I mean, the, the theory behind it, yeah, it works completely, but... The reason they wouldn't at the moment is because it fluctuates so much and things globally aren't priced in cryptocurrency. They're priced in um, dollars or yeah, whatever yeah. the fiat current currency so, is. So so, so in, in the future, you, you see like a car and a forecourt and it say like uh, £30,000, um, I don't know, $38,000 or I don't know, 20 25000 Bitcoin or whatever it is. You could be like mm. that and you could go and you could, and you could just transfer Absolutely. the money over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you would just transfer it straight to that person, uh, super securely, and without the need for having a central bank or anything like that. To right, so I've always been because of what I'm into. You go into the natural health world, mm-hmm. you delve down, and first of all, you always wonder why this is. You go into the medical industry, you see where that's come from, and natural mm-hmm. health, and then you delve down different other. It's almost like the, always say the matrix, the blue and the red pill, and you take it and you see how far the rabbit hole goes, and then you go yeah. into conspiracies and all different things. So one of the things you get into is look. I don't want a one-world bank because then they can do whatever they want. Uh, I don't want a police state because they can do whatever they want. And generally, I didn't want cash to go. Because once cash goes, it'll all be, um, obviously, you say it'll all be on your phone or it'll all be in the skies for gazing. And if something goes wrong, because it'll be centralized, a one world bank, they can just take it off you if they wanted to. Or say, you know, yeah. all, we've all seen the movies and maybe say it's Hollywood, it's a movie, but this happens in real life. We know it does. Um, different people, you know, and so they can just do that. They can just do whatever you want. But if you had cash, they can't ever give it the cash. But with, with what you're saying with this, is they won't be able to do that. Because they won't, they won't own this area. This would be something no. that we'd all be able. To, so, so they'll never be able to just take it because it'll be secure for you. Absolutely, and one of the big things is it gives a lot of power to people rather than big, big organisations and banks. Really, that that's one of the key attributes to this, to all this stuff. That's awesome. So it's almost like you don't have to be worrying about this. That's brilliant. So it's it's almost taking. It's it's probably someone who's uh, probably <laughs> been into my world a bit who's created this and thought, you know what, we want to take the power away from these people because mm. because otherwise it was only going one way, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I've talked about it before on the show, like when it comes to the the, the uh, in or out uh, Brexit, whatever. I voted out, but I voted out because of my reasons, which were to, all to do with food quality, all to do with the supplement quality, what the, the EU are trying to do, trying to dilute every, all this stuff, they're trying to take this away, and so. When it comes to things like this, this is brilliant because it allows us to almost take the power back and not be influenced by by them. And this is probably why they're going to be almost say shitting their pants about this because if it does yeah, go that yeah. way, because we all know really that everyone talks about governments, but the banks have been running things for years, right? They can. Mm, I mean, they control the money. So. Yeah. So if you control yeah. the money, you control the current the country, right? Because you mm. can, and also these crashes and these ups and downs. If you look into it and you, you do your research. A lot of people will say, especially in our world, that they they choose when it goes up and down. 
And so they can create these, 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 these recessions because then they can just manipulate the market even more. And when, when these things come in, they won't be able to do that. Not at all, no. And you say, yeah, so whoever controls the money really controls what happens. And in this system, everyone controls the money. So everyone has a equal say on things in the whole system. And if you look into a few projects, a few different ones out there, this goes beyond just Bitcoin. It's it's really building the the uh, the foundations for a future blockchain society on these things revolving around this whole idea of the people have whoever owns the coins and the money has the power in the system. And that seems a lot fairer to me. Yeah, and it could probably change the way that quite a lot of things are run. In fact, thinking about it, it's mm. quite exciting, but I'm wondering, I mean... Are they? How are they going to stand for this? They're going to be doing something. Mm, what they? Yeah. What they? What are they going to do to try and infiltrate this? What? How are they going to? How are they going to take their power back? What are they going to do? Well, I'm sure they will find some sort of way to. I mean, they can't control it completely. That that's just in the way that it's made. This uh, blockchain stuff. They can't control it or change things on the system, but they can probably change how it's integrated into society mm-hmm. um, as in where it's accepted or things like that. But in terms of the actual system itself, there's not actually a lot they can do, but it's about how it's integrated into society that I think they will have some sort of say in. So they say that you can only buy this with this, or for example, you can't buy your shopping with it, but you can mm. buy, I don't know, whatever else it could be. You might, you might be able to buy a car with it or a computer, but you can't buy shopping mm. with it sort of thing. Potentially. I mean, this is just speculation at this point. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's just still so new. The space is so new. Um, and regulators are having a look into it because obviously the big... Uh, the big boom that was in 2017 with all these cryptocurrencies, they went up, you know, thousands of percent, pretty much all of them. Uh, so that's really got the regulator's attention. And where they go from here, I don't know. I don't have the answers to that. But they did say, actually, just today, the US Congress economic report, they came out with that for 2018 today. And that was that had a whole section devoted to blockchain and cryptocurrency for the first time ever and they were actually quite um bullish on it so they were they were quite supportive of it and they think it really does increase innovation because it allows people to connect where they couldn't before with this worldwide money yeah i mean i was because but beforehand i was speaking when we were speaking and trying to just talking about how we're going to have a chat about this and i I was saying i know a little bit i know a bit about her spring but it's a way of people to look into and obviously you know dom going to see dom's website he's got lots of information there uh crypto tech dot dash tutor dot com we're going to that a bit later as well but there was a few guys who mentioned we'd have a look at youtube and he was saying as one of the guys that had been into it he said that um he was saying that one of the the main guys samsung i can't remember his name i've written it down my phone but he was saying he predicts he's gone even more he's gone very bullish he said like though it's gone down now he reckons it would go back up to it's gone down to twenty thousand. saying it was at 80 i think it was like, oh, no sorry um it's, so dropped, it, it's dropped 20 percent or 80 percent was it but it's still so a bit, was that high. bitcoin yeah bitcoin yeah so yeah bitcoin was at twenty thousand in yeah. december now it's down to 
roughly about eight thousand. Yeah, and so he said it's dropped. Yeah, uh, it's dropped. But he said he reckons in, back back in two thousand and twenty it'll go back up there because he said before in that two thousand and fourteen it dropped to get dropped and gone up. But he reckons this is going to keep on going, and obviously the market's going to regulate and it's going to do whatever. But he was saying like um, it's, it's a great time to be involved to get into it uh, because things are going to just going to expand and improve. But how? So for example, when so. We've got Bitcoin, everyone knows about Bitcoin, and there's other currencies. What are some other, other um, sort of say, um, some known or big currencies out there or yeah, big, big players on, on this? Yeah, so Bitcoin is the number one uh, currency by far. And then you've got Ethereum, which is number two. Mm-hmm. And that can act as this worldwide currency that Bitcoin does. But what Ethereum is, is actually an improvement on Bitcoin. It does a lot more things than Bitcoin does. So Ethereum has something called smart contracts integrated into its system. And what that means is uh, if we were to, so take eBay, for example, but remove eBay from the equation. So you had something to sell me and I want to buy it off of you. What would happen at the moment is I would pay Forget eBay, but just uh, an escrow type system. So I would pay into uh, this escrow Mm -hmm. company. The funds would get held there. You would give me the goods that I've just bought. And then the money would get released from escrow to you once I confirm Mm -hmm. that you've actually transferred me the goods. And what smart contracts do is it automates this process and takes out the need for this escrow company. So running with the whole theme of taking out centralized people controlling things what what would happen on the ethereum network is i would put my ether which is the currency of the ethereum company so i would put my ether into this smart contract where it would be unchangeable unaccess unaccessible and would be stored on the blockchain then you would transfer me whatever you need to transfer me in terms of the goods and once it uh, sees that the goods have been transferred to me, it will automatically release it to your wallet. So, again, it takes out the need for these central organizations. So that, that's one big improvement that Ethereum does on Bitcoin. But what it also has is it's actually a platform for other people, companies, entrepreneurs to actually build on to use blockchain technology. And this is where the whole market just opens up and why there are so many cryptocurrencies. I mean, there are over 1,500 as of today, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all ones that actually have, that, that are just companies, but they just use blockchain and have a token associated with them. So, okay, so with all these new currencies, so same so a bitcoin is a bit like it's a bit like a stock yeah there's only so much of it and so if you've got some of it it goes up and down and it depends on how much stock's been bought correct is that correct uh, yeah yeah so mm-hmm. so is that the same with all these other currencies so when when these other currencies are coming into play i mean there's nothing stopping anyone creating one of these currencies yeah that's correct yeah so you can so you can create one for yourself for example uh, and mm-hmm. people can yeah pay you to do your courses in whatever your currency would be called right um Mm. and the value of it just goes up or down depending on 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 its on its perceived value uh, on how much uh, what what do you call it um supply and demand yeah yeah Yeah? okay so 
so you've got 1,000, whatever. So the general people that are actually, so you've got 1,500, did you say? Currencies at the yeah, just over 1,500. Yeah. 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 So most people at the moment don't, will only know one or two or three of these, yeah? Mm. When, do, when do you see it blowing up and these becoming like more... Just, 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 just open to the to the main public or to the public. When do you see these people get getting like these becoming more prevalent in society? So, there are a few categories of coins. So, Bitcoin is the cryptocurrency, the transactional coin sense. So, the the whole worldwide financial system that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Then you have Ethereum, which could be that, but it also has. It's coin, which allows you to transact on the network. So if if a company wants to build on Ethereum, they will need Ether, Ethereum's currency, to actually build on the network, on Ethereum's network. So this, so Ether is more like um, it allows you to use the network as well. So not in the financial sense, it, it allows you to use this blockchain company if you want to call it that and the ones that build on ethereum often their coins or tokens are called utility tokens so their aim isn't to be this bitcoin this financial worldwide uh, coin its aim is to have uh, use on its platform on its uh, company what it actually does and then what would happen is that would get changed into Bitcoin if you wanted to uh, to spend that. So it'd be like having a voucher for Waitrose or something, and you go in and mm. you actually get cash back if you if you give them a twenty pound voucher and you had change of thirty seven three pounds. So it'd be like I don't know another someone giving yeah I don't know whatever shop it is or, or maybe even more like a Selfridges uh, a Selfridges store credit. You went to Selfridges, you could spend it in any one of the other department stores, and you got back cash. Similar. So. Yeah, in a sense. So it would be, so take Waitrose as an example. Yeah. Waitrose, if we if we forget all the other supermarkets, if Waitrose just did one specific thing, mm-hmm. like uh, it just did meat, for example. Yeah. Just so say it just does meat, and you wanted to buy some meat, then you would need the token, the Waitrose token, mm-hmm. say. You know, in this in this other world, mm-hmm. you would need the Waitrose token to actually move around and do things in that Waitrose store. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, to actually have use in the whole world, that that would be the Bitcoin type of right. currency. Yeah. So these sort of, some of these currencies are only using them on certain platforms. So others you can use them anyway within their own network. Yeah. yeah. Network. Yeah, I get yeah. So, 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 it's almost a little bit like I mean, having the Waitrose voucher because you can only use it in Waitrose rather than having the cash where you can use it anywhere. Ish. Yeah, sort of. And I mean, there's there's no limit on whether these these to- tokens could be used as currencies. But yeah. if something's adopted as a currency, it depends on three main things: whether um, it's a medium of exchange, which means you can actually spend it places. People actually recognize it mm-hmm. as a currency. You have the uh, units of account, which means things are actually priced in that currency. You can compare different goods 
using that currency. Yeah. So it's you can have an account, and then you have a store of value where if you got a thousand pounds or uh, ten bitcoins today, it's going to roughly be worth ten bitcoins, a thousand pounds next week or oh, yeah, yeah. in a couple of weeks. So that's the three functions that it would need to be a currency. And these utility tokens probably aren't going to reach that because they're just use on that network. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, to, to give you an example of one of these companies is this uh, company called Walton Chain. Mm-hmm. And this actually ties into supply chain integrity and making sure as food and other things travel along its different stages until it actually reaches the consumer, that it's all done in the right way. And all of this data is unchangeable and on the blockchain. And the Wharton chain token within this network is needed to actually uh, use that network and power the network through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I get yeah. So with, with so with companies like Apple, for example, Google, Amazon, where well, Apple, for example, you already have you can get Apple vouchers and you can buy stuff on. I mean, you can just click buy on like on your Amazon. It's all linked up with your money anyway with your bank account. You can just click and you can buy like a, a song or you can buy a film. So when they well, I mean, I reckon they will. I don't know if you reckon. Do you, do you see them releasing their own currency down the line? Well, Amazon actually did a poll quite recently where it asked people, oh, what do you think of a Amazon coin or something along those lines? And people were about 50-50 on it. And the reason I think people wouldn't like this, and it actually might work at the start, but it wouldn't have long-term value, is because it would be controlled by the, co- by the companies. Right. And part of the great thing about Bitcoin is it's not controlled by the CEO of a company. It's not, yeah, it's not affected by a board of directors. It, it's completely decentralized. Okay, so, yeah. yeah, so you see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was just centralized company. Coins. I can just see at some point, like people working for Apple, where Apple going to go right. Well, we can either pay you, I don't know, forty thousand pound a year, or you can get sixty thousand Apple in Apple currency, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, you can, I mean, you can buy food from us and it's very cheap and, or, you know, they, they'll pay you and then with that, you get what you get. I mean, if, say, you're in a different country like America, you get your health in mm-hmm. there. You get everything like that. I mean, I can, I can see them using it as, as bait to get people in. Or, I mean, for, for their employees, employees at least, like, if they can, because Apple, Google, uh, Amazon, these are like some big, I mean, these are the main players, right? They're sort of dictating yeah. how things are. Now, Amazon, I mean, recently even just um, done the uh, the shop, the self-service shop, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I can I can see what you mean. People don't want them to to be able to control it, not being by one of these uh, directors, because generally, I mean, these companies, I'm sure they're, going to be in bed with a lot of people in, in the government sooner mm. or later um but yeah i mean for, for them does it, so for them would you say it makes sense to do it or would you say they've got to listen to the people really well i think as i say a key difference between them bringing out a coin and your cryptocurrency mm. is that if they bought out a coin how would that be any different to the current money system yeah. So I don't think people would 
quite latch on to that. They would just say, well, Apple coin is not accepted um, anywhere other than like Apple. But, but, so, when, but when Apple yeah. start getting big, I mean, these companies, when they start producing their own food and when they start, um, yeah, when they start bringing out, probably bringing out their own cars, I mean, the next big thing where it's going, right, is... It's like the race to try and get the the, the next uh, the next big thing is uh, self driving cars, right? And you've got these companies like Apple um, wondering whether they should team with car manufacturers or car manufacturers whether they should team with it. And you've got companies like Tesla doing this themselves. I mean, then you've got uh, I mean, ho- opens up a whole other host of, of things. Like if one of these things actually crash, you never know what's. It. I mean, this is going to change like um, cars, for example. This is me going off on one, but this is going to change transportation for a while because if you've got a self driving car. I mean, do you even need a steering wheel anymore? I mean, what happens inside the car? I mean, is it just a place where you can get your work done? People can move an hour and a half away from work because they can get in and do their work in their car. It's not problem. But when these companies start to do that and start to literally produce everything from food to automobile, I mean, Apple already got, I mean, they've got Apple TV now. I mean, they've got lots of different things. Same with Google and Amazon. These are huge companies. Um, I mean, would it would it be the same, or will that mean that they they can? I mean, having having an Apple currency then might be uh, a different thing. Regardless of how big they get and how many different things they do, mm-hmm. it would still be within that Apple system. Okay. This whole Apple network and the Apple coin would work on the Apple products, right? But what cryptocurrency is trying to do is connect everything into one connect the global financial system connect i mean take the so they're, like, so, so they're like a pound they're like a pound note they're like an, an internet's version of the pound note you can buy whatever you want with it well i mean the pound would only work within the uk right but in oh, terms so, of yeah 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 sorry but so, yeah so, i mean so, say we had but obviously you can exchange it for like for the euro or the franc or whatever it is i mean you've got it you yeah can, it, it's it's legal tender for example whereas this would be yeah legal tender and i'm sure for the world yeah for the world and i'm sure yeah. for example but are you saying that are you saying that 10 bitcoins for example the value of 10 bitcoins wouldn't change depending on what country you're in or what you're buying no because it's a global system right so anyone so if i held 10 bitcoins say i was in um australia mm-hmm. and i held 10 bitcoins in my account in the uk that's worth the same right as long yeah. as we're connected uh as long, as long as we're all on earth yeah, yeah it's the same value across the globe that's quite a big thing right mm, absolutely and i think going back to your point about um, Apple coin or Amazon coin and these ones just using the self-driving cars as, as an example these are actually called internet of things devices and this is a massive topic in the cryptocurrency world and internet of things just means any sort of smart device with some sort of AI in it you know drones that drive around and the self-driving cars and stuff all of these are internet of things and what cryptocurrencies want to do is connect these Internet of Things across the whole world. Mm-hmm. So not you've got the Apple uh, Internet of Things, you've got these Amazon devices, you've got these different still blocks of things. What the cryptocurrencies want to do is be able to just connect everything without having the need 
so it breaks down barriers really between everything. So, rather, so, having, like, yeah, yeah. so rather having like four or five transactions, you've got one. Uh, or like, mm. so, so yeah, so I get 100% what you're saying. So it makes it e- easier and it's sort of like a world value rather than just like a, um, say, a continent or like a Europe or a, a Yeah, UK so if, if I was to buy uh, a Tesla in America, I could do that from the UK with Bitcoin just in one transaction, I would just send it to their wallet mm-hmm. and then I'd, I'd have my Tesla. Mm. Whereas at the moment I'd have to have some pounds, change that up for the US, uh, send that in a bank transfer, take five days, working days. Then it would have to go to Tesla and then I'd get the car. Whereas this whole Bitcoin transaction, just using Bitcoin as an example of one of these currencies, you know, that, that takes minutes, seconds. So, and so this is the way I can see this is going to be the way this is going to go. We're in 2018, and if I look back on this interview in five years to so 10 years, I can see it being a big thing. So, for people out there, I mean, they want to mm. learn more, right? I mean, but what would you, I mean, look, I'm not giving financial advice because absolutely, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not what we're doing, but if we're just playing devil's advocate, um, and you wanted to just to say, for example, what, what are you thinking? Like, where is this going? Where, where are you going to be investing your, your money or where, where would you think would be a wise place to, to invest it, having a look, or is it just always chopping and changing? I mean, what do you see? What do you see it going or where do you see it going? Well, for me personally, I, I break the coins down into different categories, the transactional ones, these platforms that we're talking about, and then these actual companies that have these utility tokens. And really you just need to look around, think about, because a lot of these tokens are just coming out just purely just to get money and then they don't do what they promise. But so a lot of them will go just to zero, but there will be your new Facebooks, new Amazons, new, new, these companies based on blockchain rather than a central entity. Mm -hmm. Um, So in terms of what I do for investing, again, not financial advice, but what I do is, I just look at the ones which I think have the capability in terms of technically capable so, so, just lost to be able to handle so, the amount of transactions. We just lost, we just lost you there. So you said, you said you look at the ones that got the capability. Sorry. So it's not your fault. No, it's just the thing. Sometimes oh, okay. Yeah, so, oh, okay. So the, the actual technical capability to uh, actually have the whole world transacting using that coin because Bitcoin, one of the big problems at the moment is it can only do about five transactions per second, which clearly is not enough mm-hmm. to have the whole world transacting mm-hmm. using Bitcoin. I mean, you take Visa, for example. Visa does roughly about 25,000 uh, to 50,000 transactions per second. So Bitcoin is way behind in that sense. But but they've also got less users, right? So like Facebook, like remember remember like five, ten years ago what Facebook looked like to what it is now? Would it not adapt and grow 100%, and yeah. 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 yeah, I mean there are quite a few purely transactional cryptocurrencies out there trying to solve this issue using innovative consensus mechanisms, like really delving into the technical details, trying to solve the issue. And the issue will be solved. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, a lot of cryptocurrency skeptics point to that, oh, it's, it's only got five transactions per second. Yeah, but we're in 2018, sure. right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, some of the best minds in the world are working on this technology. They're not just 
going to let it stay at five transactions per second forever. It's going to innovate. I mean, I think this is one of the most innovative spaces that we've seen for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And it really is going to change, change the way we live. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and for people that have got Bitcoin, uh, a lot of people worrying because it's dropped, etc. Would you say to them, just in your opinion, once again, just to state, not financial advice, but would um, would you say to them, hold on to it? Or would you say, now's a good time to sell and look into other things? Or is it, I mean, uh, I mean, what would you say to that? I would, I mean, I've not sold any cryptocurrency ever. I've only accumulated it because I believe so much in this vision. I would say, for me, I wouldn't sell for fiat money. I wouldn't get sell for pounds or dollars. I wouldn't sell for that. I would maybe look at the other cryptocurrencies on the market and maybe diversify a bit. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Because like a portfolio. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, put together a portfolio, crypto portfolio. Um, get in there that a few different companies that you believe have a real vision. Their token will be worth value on their network as more people use their network. I mean, it just, there are so many different coins out there that have use and they're really good companies solving real issues. So maybe look beyond Bitcoin, go a bit deeper into the market. But I personally wouldn't sell for regular money. I would sell my Bitcoin for other coins. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. You wouldn't, you'd, you'd have to, you look into it, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't transaction it to be, as you say, cash or or a pound or whatever. You make it into another currency, which is, which is, I think, quite. A, I'd say quite good advice at the moment. But so with with your with your website, Dom, www.cryptotech-tutor.com. What what have you got on there? You got different courses that people can look into and learn about this stuff. That's right. So we actually just released uh, the main course on Sunday, and that takes you uh, from absolutely no knowledge. Maybe you've heard about Bitcoin or just heard about Bitcoin and want to maybe learn more about the market, about what the actual tech does, about the vision of Bitcoin, connecting everything. And so what we do is we run through a bit about blockchain, a bit about the technical details, just really quite basic beginner level takes people from beginner level so we discuss what blockchain is how it works maybe where we are in terms of adoption then we go on to discussing the cryptocurrencies how that relates to blockchain because remember blockchain isn't cryptocurrency Uh cryptocurrency just uses blockchain yeah so blockchain is the technology cryptocurrency is the vision what actual what we'll transact with then we move on to actually how how do we go about researching these companies and these coins? Because it's quite a new market. A lot of people just don't know where to start with it. It's completely new tech, a lot of things like that. So we we just go into how we research the companies. Then we put together, using a tier system, how to put together a portfolio. And then the most important part of the course is we actually do step-by-step tutorials on how to purchase this so actually invest for uh, yourself and store these coins in wallets because that's the main thing as i said earlier if you've ever heard about a cryptocurrency hack that's all on the exchanges that's all these centralized exchanges and so we show people how to securely um, secure their funds in wallets and that's pretty much the course We, we just take people 
just from having a slight heard about Bitcoin to actually investing in this market, researching, going into the technology, going into these companies, getting really excited about maybe the vision of this whole space and how to actually get involved safely. That's that's quite a key thing for us, actually making sure people are safe out there in the market as well. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a big thing, and that just shows integrity, which is which is brilliant. Which is why I got you on the show in the first place, because I know you're you're here to help, and you're not just going to help fleece people. Absolutely, no, because <laughs> no, no, it's a big thing. So I say, all my guests research them, and it's really important for me. People that actually believe in what they do, um, they do it for not just them. They do it because they're, they're passionate about it themselves, but obviously they can help other people. That's why you put the course together, which is brilliant. absolutely. Um, that's awesome, Don. What we'll do, we we'll get you back on, maybe in six months, maybe in a year, and we and we we'll see how it's going, and we have a little chat about. Where, where you think the market's going and it can be quite an annual thing because I think um, this is only going to get bigger I don't think it's going to get smaller mm. Uh, no, this is this is just the beginning. Yeah, this uh, is definitely. Just the um, so it'd be really interesting. So, Dom, thank you very much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come and speak to us. Um, it's been brilliant chatting to you. And um, so, before guys, anyone wants to find Dom and and his work, I mean, go to www.cryptotech.tutor. Oh, sorry, cryptotech-tutor.com. You're also on Instagram, right, Dom? With this. Yep, that's right. At cryptotech underscore tutor. Yep. Uh, have you got a Facebook page for this? Uh, yeah, if you just type in Crypto Tech Tutor, pretty much on all uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it should should come up like that. Perfect. And we, and we do daily posts, keep keep people up to date with the news, run various coins of the week uh, uh, things, and then yeah, just it's just if you want to keep up with the space, it's it's a really good uh, profile to follow. Perfect, perfect. Thanks, Dom. Um, and yeah, I look forward to getting you back on soon, mate. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks. So guys, that was Dominic Reynolds talking all about the cryptocurrency and I think it's a really, um, well, I think it's going to be something that blows up in the future. I mean, you know, say if I was to bet, um, I bet, man, this, this thing's got bigger and bigger and I think it's the way it's going to go unless they do try and put regulations on it, which I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they do considering the fact that nothing, that, I mean, it's not going to be centralised, they're going to have no power on it, but it means that people are going to take their power back and that's a big big statement um when it comes to the world's finances because as we mentioned the show whoever controls the world's money or the country's money controls everything um recessions etc they may be a thing of the past if we get to control things so this is a huge one and i'd like to just go down and delve into all different areas of the alternative wealth for you because health is one thing but you know, if you if you can get your finances in order, it's another thing. We're looking at finances, health, mental, emotional state. All these things play a big part, you know. And we've got some cracking interviews coming up for you as well. And we're getting Warren Williams back on. We're talking to Doctor Doctor Hollick all about vitamin D. I'm going to be getting on. Um, I think it's Scott Parker all about um, social interaction. Uh, I've got a phenomenal interview lined up with Paul Check coming soon. So guys, we're going to be talking lots about and lots of different areas and just different ways of looking at things because health and going into different nutrients is phenomenal and it's a great uh, it's great to talk to these guys. But it's also just great to look at how these people um, have a different perspective towards life and how you can step outside of the matrix because stepping outside of the matrix and outside of the system is one of the best things you can do and once you start to become self-sufficient then it's a big game changer you take care of your health take care of your finances take care of your life 
can take care of your family's life, then we're onto a different realm of not having to worry, which is brilliant. So that was Dominic Reynolds today, guys. As I said before, www.cryptotutor, uh, sorry, cryptotech-tutor.com. Follow him there and on the Facebook and um, Instagram pages and Twitter. Otherwise, guys, that's it for episode 56. Um, as always, you can head on over to www.reviveyourself.co. We've got our free four-day mini course, and I'm going to have the details of our webinar coming up soon. I think it's... Um, I'm just going to have a quick look. Um, it's not actually up here. Do do Have a quick look for you. Just while I'm on the computer, I may as well have a little look. Um, but yeah, we're going to go through the three big secrets all to, to long-lasting health and delves into through our clients, how we've helped them um, because it's really important for me to get you to understand that, you know, you can heal yourself from any illness as much as the uh, authorities don't want you to, to to know this. It's really important. And I'll start to put the this webinar. Actually, the link's not a great one, so I'm going to wait until I get that sharpened up for you, and then we can go from there. But otherwise, guys, you'll see it on Facebook. I'm going to put it on my page. I'm going to put it on the Revive Yourself page. So you go on Facebook, uh, Revive Yourself Natural Health, and it'll be on Instagram as well, Revive Yourself uh, revive underscore yourself on there otherwise guys that's it for this week as always stay happy stay healthy and i'll speak to you soon if you're struggling with gut issues such as gas bloating constipation diarrhea indigestion heartburn and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of the healing health paradigm today